Hello everyone, this is Debating for America's Youth, and today we're going to be talking to you about how to be a presiding officer of congressional debate. So, I was looking around on YouTube for some videos about being a congressional, or being a presiding officer in congressional debate, and I found exactly one video, and it had 4,000 views. So clearly, you guys need to know about uh, being a presiding officer, and that's why I made this video. I have been a presiding officer, and I've seen thousands, I've seen a bunch and bunch of bunch of people be presiding officers, and I know the rules and the regulations, and I'm here to explain those to you. So first of all, what is a presiding officer? A presiding officer is a student from the chamber or the competition who runs the, the room. They're responsible for keeping the debate even, taking motions, taking a vote, and pretty much just keeping the debate running smoothly. There's a parliamentarian there, which is usually a college student who knows about congressional debate, but it's a student's job to vote in someone to run it so the, the college student doesn't have to. So the, parla the, parla or the parliamentarian's there, but the, the presiding officer is the one who has a gavel and is running the event. So how do you become a presiding officer? You become a presiding officer by someone nominating you during the voting process. So you have to have someone else be like, I nominate, blah, blah, blah. And then after everyone's nominated, they give a short little speech, and then everyone votes on a piece of paper who they think who's they think is the best parliamentarian or the presiding officer, and then that person is the now the new presiding officer. So that's how you get elected. What do they do? Well, number one, their job is to keep precedence and recency. Precedence is for speaking for like giving speaking on a bill. You speak. You have it like this. Ready. If you've not spoken at all, you get precedence after like the first round. First round is just whoever stands up first and you call on. But for second round of bills, it's number one, if you've not spoken at all. Number two, if you have spoken like first. So if you spoke first, you automatically get precedence. And then the ones going down. So if you spoke second, if the person who didn't stand up for first doesn't stand up, then you get it. So it's pretty much whoever spoke most, re mo most last or whoever did not speak at all. And then for questioning, it's whoever has the most questions. So if someone has three questions and someone has one question, the one questioner gets the question. So that's pretty much how questioning and how speeches go. And there's also, you have to determine keeping the debate even. So for debates, you have to make sure that if someone's going on one side of the debate and it's really one side, you say, the chair highly frowns on one side of the debate, but you still will let it pass. And you can also entertain motions, so someone will say motion, motion to do whatever, and they'll say, uh, they'll say they'll raise their placard, and you say uh, yes, and then they'll say motion, and you say state that motion, they say motion to do whatever, and you say uh, all in favor, say aye, all, in, all against, say aye, and then if it's too close to call it, you have everyone just stand up and do a standing vote. So that's pretty much the basics of how to be a presiding officer. Um, I have a blog post, it'll be in the description right down below. Um, and if you guys are still confused, comment below or send me a message and I will definitely get back to you on being a presiding officer or anything in congressional debate. I also have a past blog post that explains congressional debate. Go check that out and there's about to be a video explaining the basis of congressional debate. Thank you guys for watching. Please like and subscribe and I'll be with you guys next time.